3: Hecha para vivir. RAM es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.
4: Tonight, the verdict from within. A number of MPP presidential hopefuls are queuing up tonight to stress how they can do better than their own current administration in a race to distinguish themselves from their Kufwado-led government.
5: The people of this country have supported
4: We tell you how former Minister for Regional Cooperation, Dr. Conedua Preku, got his nomination forms rejected. But after four hours of trying to rectify the challenge, we tell you if he succeeded to finally file.
6: Top story with Evans Mensa
4: Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tonight, a number of MPP presidential hopefuls are queuing up to stress how they can do better than their own current administration in a race to distinguish themselves from the akufo ado led government. Three... Hopefuls so today returned their nomination forms and filed it. One of them had a challenge, we'll tell you who very shortly, and he was turned away. We'll disclose his identity, but also after four hours of trying to rectify, did he manage to finally succeed in filing the nominations? You're talking about the former minister for regional cooperation, Dr. Kunedu Apreku. That's later. But now, the decision by a number of the aspirants now to make a point that they are different from their own current administration led by a man many of them served uh, on his cabinet. One of them is a former power minister who has been talking about how they could have been better.
5: The difficulties that you may be facing I thank you and I'm grateful Today is not the day for speeches take this opportunity for you to think about the meaning of today today is when we begin to restore hope in ourselves to restore hope in our party and to restore hope to the people of this country the people of this country have one person. It is going to be people like you who are going to go down to the grassroots, pooling stations to work for our victory. That is why I count you more important. No one person is going to win victory for us in 2024. It is going to be you. Therefore, we have to energize you. We have to make you ready
4: That, by the way, is Boache Jaku, who used to be the prime minister and that the uh, current administration in the first term of Donado Dankwa Kufa administration. And indeed, he has been stressing, as he have just been listing there, his distinction and how he plans to do better than the uh, government under which he served. Another man who recently left cabinet is Owuswe Friakoto, also filing today and also indicating what he plans to do differently. Imbura, uh, you were there.
7: Yeah. So he intends to use the agriculture sector to take the economy out of what he calls the economy, uh, the IMF trenches. According to him, his six years' service under the Akufado government has laid the foundation. So if he's voted to lead the party and eventually wins the national elections, he will transform the economy.
3: the same way I was able to bring agriculture to the front line of policy discussion, in the same way that agriculture will be used to take us out of the clutches of the IMF, Because the agricultural sector in this country has great, great potential, and we haven't even scratched the surface of it. During the six years of my service in the Akufuado government, we laid the foundations, both in terms of programs, in terms of legislation, in terms of intellectual capacity and all that, to build an agriculture which will provide the finances, both foreign and local, to finance our industrial development, to finance our education, to finance our health, to finance our infrastructure, including motorways, uh, 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 farm tracks and all the requirements that we, may, we need to make a good country. I'm therefore assuring you that having taken this first step today, on the road to 26th 20, to of August for the superdelegates, I'm appealing to you that when the time comes, vote for Owusu Afriya he will make this, this uh, party great again and will also turn things around to ensure that this country becomes prosperous.
4: So, Ousuf Riyakoto there yeah. had a smooth sailing when he went there to file his forms today. Exactly. And it's also applied to the former power minister, Bhatia Jaco, but a third former minister in the Kufu administration mm. had a tough time. In fact, he was rejected. That's uh, Dr. Konendo What was the issue?
7: So he was actually the first uh, aspirant to arrive at the party office in the morning. And uh, he met the elections committee. And uh, what we learned was that his uh, forms were not complete. They were requesting for his CV and evidence of his personal contribution to the party. So that is what he had to go back Rearrange his documents and then... Resamuse. So he was
4: rejected the first time? Yes, he was rejected. How long did it take?
7: It took about four to five hours before he came back because he left there around 10.30 and then came back um, by 2.30. There
6: was no problem. There was a, a document that we did not receive that required us to send, the, uh, including our document, our vision. And it wasn't, we did not know about it. We didn't we didn't ignore it but we just did not know. So we did not bring the document and the access to go and bring it. We brought it and everything is okay. We have submitted the documents. What is
4: and Nana O'Brien Kansa, uh, is a communications director for Doctor Praku joins us on the telephone line right now. And Mr Obrin thanks for your time here on Top Story.
6: Uh, yeah, good evening to you listeners and your thoughts.
4: Um, and I've just heard your boss there describe the fact that he there was a document that they didn't know about but all the other aspirants who came seemed to have filed this quite smoothly without a hitch. Is it that you didn't know about it or you went there unprepared?
6: Yeah, not that you went there unprepared. We were, we were aware, but when the secretary was arranging the document I think he left it out. Uh, there was nothing untoward happened. What happened was that the director of relations wanted to take it. That is Mr. Ivan Snimakon. They wanted to collect the document. And the doctor himself opted and said that uh, he cannot continue with it. He has to go and go to the document and come back with it. Because he doesn't want to go to the vetting and then uh, they, they, they come and say there's another document missing. So he decided to go to his office and go through again so that there might not be anything again, So that's what happened. And indeed, we went back, and then he went to tolerate through the document, and then uh, we added what was omitted and he brought it back. So that was what was transpired, and then that's what my boss spoke about.
4: And, and thankfully, Director of Elections, Evans Namako, is with me. Uh, Director of Elections, uh, thank you for your time here on Top Story, Mr. Namako. Uh, happy with the documents once you they return with it?
8: Well, Evan, thank you, and uh, let me greet your listeners. Uh, thank you also for the opportunity to let the world know the extent to which the New Patriotic Party is organising its presidential primaries. Uh, primaries was open twenty first of last month. it's ending twenty fourth, which is Saturday. It is expected of prospective candidates who have been both to procure forms to return the forms to the committee on or before uh, 24th of this month, which is the closing date for the nomination. So, yes, we started receiving nomination forms already. Uh, Mr. Alain Martin and Dr. Mahamud Baumia has submitted this. Uh, today we had Mr. Jakun, Dr. Koto, and uh, Dr. Preku also submitting their nomination forms. This is not vetting per se. But when forms are submitted to the committee, uh, it is expected that some interrogations will be made to ensure that all attachment to the forms are, 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 are attached. And so that was the discussion between myself and Dr. preku And uh, I, I, I found it a bit strange to have been told and heard uh, on some media platforms that uh, Dr. Apweko's uh, nomination forms uh, have been rejected.
4: But it, you have to, in essence, demand it. If you didn't have it, there was no way you were going to accept his filing.
8: I right. mean, he is aware that, I mean, before the committee received the nomination forms, it must come complete. So it was on that basis that uh, he had to go back to his office uh, and come complete so that uh, the forms would be received and handed over to the okay committee. The National Council, if you look at our constitution, uh, it's to play that the national voting committee shall comprise of three members nominated by the national council we also have the chairman of the council of elders as a member and chairs of the standing committees of the national council so these are the comp- composition of the voting committee and once uh, nomination is open it is the director of research and Elections who must see to it that all those requirements are stated of Candidate to fulfil, so it was on that basis that uh, Dr. Apreku was to go back and, and come complete.
4: Um, stay, stay with me. I mean, I want to quickly address one of the key trends emerging with these filings. Some of the individuals filing have been part of the administration, but of course have been uh, careful to try and chart their own path. With me in the studio is the. Spoke-
1: Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Escuchas
6: ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva RAM 1500, hecha para vivir. RAM es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Expressing for the
4: uh, vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baomia, Dr. Guido Buaco. Doc, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Mm. Uh, and and yes, la- yes last week uh, when you your, the vice president filed, one of the key things he said was that he had his own vision, um, quite distinct from, you know, of course, he talks about what he's been part of, but he also had his own vision. In spelling out the vision, though, many will ask you, how is that vision different from the last four years? Of, of course, he's been part of this
9: administration at a very high level. How, how do you reconcile those two things? things yeah i think first of all it's not just the vice president who has his own vision i believe that any of the other aspirants who are seeking um, who is seeking the mandate of the people to lead the party and ultimately become the president of this country would one way or the other have his own vision it is important that uh, we Articulate that and let Ghanaians know that each one of them is coming on his or her own merit with a new set of vision. Of course, it's it's going to be quite difficult to say that you want to run a vision that is distinctively distinct from what is existing today. You may have some elements of um, the vision of this government, um, you know, getting into the vision of the new leader because we are one political party and we have common values and and core values and the values of the NPP um, are the values that our forefathers, J.B. Co. had set out for us. We believe in property-owning democracy. We believe in uh, private enterprise and all of that. So whichever vision that any of the new aspirants has will be anchored on the core values and the principles of the new patriotic party. So in essence, it wouldn't be uh, markedly different from the vision of the party, but it must be factioned in a certain way that will also carry the entire Ghanaian uh, community along. So, by and large, they are all expected to be visions that will help address the challenges of this country and help promote economic growth for the people. But it may have some elements of President Kufuor's vision, some elements of Kufuor's vision, and then whatever you want to carry. But by and large, it must be situated within the context of the values and the principles of the new patriotic party, mm.
4: stay with me. Uh, another individual today, a former a Greek minister who recently just resigned from cabinet, uh, also picked for and uh, filed his form nomination forms today and also uh, presented his own vision. Um, I want to bring in Prince Amuzu who speaks for uh, Dr. Friakoto. Uh, Miss Amuzu, thanks for your time. here on top story.
10: Thank you very much for having me in regards to the, uh, the listeners there's a fundamental and question colleagues on the panel
4: There's a fundamental question that all of you aspiring who have been part of this current administration will have to ask um, an answer really, which is i I heard the former great minister talk about using a great to transform the economy, et cetera, but he's been the the pivot in this administration for using a great to transform the economy already in the last six years through the plant for food and jobs. So he could not do that in six years. Why should we believe that he can do that going forward?
10: Very well. The, the conversation is one of time. If he says in six years he has laid a foundation, that is understandable because you couldn't have said that he could do that in one year or two or whatever. But the structures, some of which are institutional, for example, the Tree Crop Development Authority, which he speaks about, the Horticulture Development Authority, and all those stuff. They have legal legal components and so on and so forth. And also there's a conversation about the the prioritization and worth of investment that goes to the sector and, and the and the priority of the government of the day. So these are the conversations we are talking about. And we could not say that because he's been a minister for six years, he should have achieved everything else within that six years. Clearly he has said. That the Nana Danka Kufuor government has laid a strong foundation upon which, when he's given the opportunity, he is able to continue and make agriculture the bedrock of our economy, raise the necessary foreign exchange to fund the social sectors of our economy. This that, is a very sound and profound vision for anybody that, to forward. Does
4: he accept that he will be, if he wins, he will be running on the record of President Kufuor and on his own record as former Greek minister?
10: He is. Part of the record of the president, uh, President and he is not shying away from his record as a minister for food and agriculture. So sure, he is going to run on the record of this government, which he is proud of.
4: And and, and then the follow-up then is, if he's going to run on the record, there isn't a perfect government. Is he also ready to accept the failings as his as well?
10: The, the comparative view of the point you put forward that there is a failing, you have to compare to have the, the weight of it. Look at the opportunity cost. If MPP were not in power, if Nana Dankwa Akupado was not president, if Dr. Oszu was not a great minister, do you know that would have had food crisis in Ghana by now? That's the type of conversation we can be having. It has to be comparative. Yes, there are difficulties. Yes, we are in some kind of financial and economic situation. But we
9: are better off compared
4: to the alternative. I mean, Gideon, so the Vice President says he has his own vision. What is his vision? Can you articulate it?
9: Yeah, I think um, uh, if you look at the vision the Vice President articulated, they cut across um, energy efficiency, um, fiscal prudence, uh, cut across um, um, economic growth, agriculture. But anchoring all of this is application of technology to leapfrog um, the technology that we have to enter or embrace the fourth industrial revolution so for instance in the area of agriculture he thinks that yes we need to develop agriculture sector, but we need to let leverage technology data and systems for inclusive economic growth and he's talking about the application of ai and all of that to leapfrog this to get to where we want to get to he talks about the need for us to have that golden age of natural resource governance where we add value to a national resource. It talks about Having or uh, having the dream of getting an LBMA certification for a good refined. There's West.
4: something said on that. That uh, correct me. I mean, you can elaborate on that. That the BOG will have his own mine of a sort.
9: Yes, you know the vice president. Is, is, is that one, what it is? Yes, one that half, the Bank of Ghana will own his own mine. Yes, yes. I mean, all over the world, central banks that are doing so well have good mines. I mean, they buy good. In fact, the IMF has the highest you know vote of gold in the world. Banks that are are big in the world are big because of the good reserves,
4: but they don't mine themselves, they buy it and store it. Yeah, so and, for and, a rainy
9: day, yeah. I mean, some some do some central banks have good mines. What the vice president is advocating for is that first we establish an LBMA certified good refinery in, the, in this country. Ghana is the largest producer of gold in Africa, but in the whole of Africa, it is only South Africa that has uh, an LBMA certified good re- refinery. So we get our gold the dory, and then we ship it just like that. We don't add value to to it so he believes that if gold has been with us for ages and has been one of our number one exports, then we need to have that refinery that is certified to refine our gold in this country it can even serve the sub, uh, sub-saharan african sub-region so that is where he is looking at and then the bank of ghana continues to increase the vote of gold that we are buying that So you, how, you
4: have to explain this so the bank the idea is for the bank of ghana to operate the mine how is that going
9: to work? The Bank of Ghana will own it, not necessarily operate we'll it. Own it. Exactly. We'll have a good concession because we have good concession. People, foreigners, uh, you know, <laughs> companies from outside come, they get concessions in the country. This order. is a large scale mine. Yeah, whether two Ghanaians and they are mining, taking the good away. We are sitting on the good. It is our property. There's so this,
4: nothing wrong. So this BOG. Own mine? Is it large scale or small scale?
9: It's going to be large scale, and the Bank of Ghana regulations allow them to enter into such trading. You understand? There's, it's in the Bank of Ghana regulation where the Bank of Ghana owns a gold mine. The Bank of Ghana can own a gold refinery, buy gold, refine it, keep it to show up our foreign exchange. That is the largest backup we can give to our currency, and that is the future. And the vice president has seen it. He has worked with the IMF, the World Bank, and all these international organizations. And he knows what other central banks are doing in other countries that are helping their currencies to to be held properly and having a, a lot of foreignness. And that is why one and a half years ago, he started advocating for Bank of Ghana to increase their gold. And since independence and to one and a half years, Bank of Ghana only had eight tons of gold. Today, as I speak with you, within one and a half years, Bank of Ghana has doubled the vote of gold that we had since Independence, and that has doubled, and we are going forward with this, and we brought the good for oil policy, and it's going so well. So the vice president, in terms of his vision and future, he thinks that we need to have that golden age of natural resource governance, and not just for the gold, but other areas. But he believes that the exports of gold is so huge that we cannot continue to export raw good after so many years of independence and being the good cause. We need to establish that and move forward. So it's part of the vision that is going to uh, make sure uh, he runs the country with. He believes in industrialization, like other candidates are say, but he believes that we need to scale up our industrialization backed by technology, where we can apply the artificial intelligence and all of that to get into spare parts manufacturing and all of that to show up You know the foreign exchange that we get. But I
4: need to ask you, what has stopped him from implementing all this in
9: the last six years? Oh, I wouldn't say uh, something has stopped the government. The first place, the vice president is not a trade minister, he doesn't implement anything. The vice president's office is not in charge of any policy implementation, it's a thinking institution. Where policies are developed and the sector ministers implement. Over the last six and a half years, the government has done so well in terms of industrialization. You've seen what we've done with the one district, one factory. In terms of agriculture, we've seen the robust uh, policies we've introduced, planting for food and jobs and all of that. In terms of energy efficiency, we see what we've done with the diversification, all that. So we have done things up to certain level. But for him, he thinks that there is still more to be done, and we all believe there is still more to be done. That is why we need to see which new angles we have to plug to ensure that going forward we're able to do things more robustly and apply the technologies of today to get where we want to get to and also move with the contemporary trends. That is exactly what the Vice President is saying. He is not saying that because he's espousing these ideas, nothing has been done at all. We've done something just as my brother said, built up the country up to a certain level. And the new leadership that is coming, we also have to continue from where we are and bring some new ideas on board. That is basically what we're sharing uh, now.
4: Let me wrap up with uh, Kwame Obring Kansa, who is the communications director for Dr. Kunedo Aperku. Uh, Mr. Kansa, Dr. Perku is a stall to the party, but he belongs to the, many will describe as the old school NPP generation, that in this particular fight, in this race, he stands no chance. How do you respond to that? Hello, Mr. Obring Kansa. We appear to have lost him on the line there. Um, and, and, and and I still have with me uh, Prince Amuzu, who is a spokesperson for Free Yakuto. Um, Ms. Amuzu may have lost, in fact, all of them on the telephone line right now. And let me wrap up with you, then, um, uh, Guido, since you're still with me in the studio. Uh, so, Dr. Baumia, in essence, last week was an official launch of the campaign because he filed. Um, are we going to be seeing him actually campaigning because he's still a vice president who is the chairman of the Economic
9: Management Team? Yeah, first of all, he's not going to be the first vice president to still contest for internal elections in the country. We saw Professor Mels, may he so rest in peace, he was vice president, he contested internal elections. We saw Elijah Lou Mahama, he was a vice president, he contested. We saw President Mahama, he was the president, he contested elections. And Vice President Bahamia is not moving out of the convention and the practice that has been laid down. In fact, he started his campaign right after the submissions. Friday, he did two constituencies. Yesterday, he did four constituencies. The day after Friday, he did four constituencies. And today, he's doing four constituencies. So, all in all, he's doing about four 20, constituencies a, a day. in a day. Exactly. Where? In Great Accra? Yeah, Great Accra here. So, as I speak with you, he's in one of the constituencies. I think he's doing the last constituency now. So, he continue with the campaign. He joins that with work. This morning, he went to the office, worked briefly, and then moved out to do his campaign. Somebody was asking, why why is he using work hours to to do politics? That has been the convention. But in any case, this vice president has never gone on leave for the past six and a half years, so he has some accumulated leave he can take to do some of these things.
4: Gideon, thank you very much, um, and that's uh, for top story uh, tonight. News night in a minute.
1: ipc